You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. Thank you so much for joining us on this lovely 4th of July week. Don't forget, you can take us on the go with Podbeam, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, or any other listening stations. You can also check us out on our website, which is themisfitfaction.com. There you can listen to our sister shows and brother shows, such as Cinematic Adventures. You can check out Bibliophiles Assemble. Did I get that right? And you can also listen to... Uh, oh, MF Uncensored. I knew I was missing something in there. As always, oh, and you can read lots of articles on there from yours truly and from Paul. As always, I am Rob, and I am happy to be here with my online friend, Brendan. Brendan, how are you doing from Blind Bat? Go ahead, plug yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing very well, Rob. Yeah, so my channel is Blind Bat 8719. It's a YouTube gaming channel based on the MTG Magic the Gathering online game arena so for those trying to look it up on youtube it, the i is missing in blind so b-l-n-d-b-a-t-8719 and yes rob i'm doing very well all right you getting lots of sleep you, you well rested uh, i'm doing okay yeah for those who don't know i just had a, a newborn my wife gave Ooh. birth to a newborn he's about a month old now and the, so the sleeping has been a little bit of an adjustment but I, you know i take yes. the, the early more the late morning shift the 4 a.m to like you know <laughs> 9 a.m shift <laughs> What's the most amount of sleep your child has had so far in a row? In a row? I want to say she, I th- my wife said he slept three hours once. Whoa. So. All right. That's not bad for a month old. All right. <laughs> and across from me is the always dapper and handsome Paul. How are you today, Paul? I'm good, Rob. How are you? I'm excellent. And my right is the patriotically Yankeed Ronnie. How are you sir, today, sir? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you. And the reason I'm pointing out these somewhat patriotic aspects, and I should point out that Brendan is wearing his Captain America Shield t-shirt, is because we are doing a show today all about patriotic superheroes and what it means to be a the most American or most patriotic superhero. And we're going to have that discussion, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But first, we've got some news, Paul. Do we? Yes. <laughs> Cool. All right. So uh, we have more on the Ezra Miller front. He's a nightmare. Like he's only getting worse. And more and more things are coming about about Ezra Miller and the strange shenanigans he, she, they are getting into and just more and more. And it looks like there there is not going to be too much of him in the DC future. We'll see what happens. But there are rumors that they're going to put the flash on HBO Max or they can't reshoot the whole thing with the main lead. But especially with Michael Keaton being in it and I think Ben Affleck in it and like it'd just be a, a mess of a movie to try and push back and delay. But I could see it popping on HBO Max. We'll see what happens, though. Ooh, I hadn't even thought about that. Going yeah. I mean, they could always just flashpoint him away, can't they? <laughs> they could at the very yeah. end. <laughs> like, but then we're... we're Pucci, Pucci has gone back to his home planet. There, there's a lot of people saying that Greg Gussin should take over, but he wouldn't no. really fit the tone. And he already has his established stories. I'd rather they kind of just start fresh. Going down the list, the Lightyear is not doing well at the box office at all. People are not really... Surprised. I can explain that number if you want. I wrote down a number there. Oh, I didn't even, I was just going to say it's not doing well. (laughs) Yeah. Now, this isn't typical news for us, but I wanted to put this in there because it was, its opening weekend was estimated to be between 90 and $120 million, and it came in at 50.6. Now, if that was a normal movie, that would be fine. 
this is a established property that's in the Pixar universe, and it dropped, I think, 67% in its second weekend. That is... I, I threw it in there because he is sort of superheroish, but also like it's it's a warning sign of what box office is doing. I'd say if Maverick wasn't doing so well, we should be really worried. But yeah, the, a movie that big to tank that hard is kind of curious for what exactly. I think I also threw it in there because we're in the era of like remakes and reboots and retreads and reimaginings. And I think that's not cutting it anymore for films. I think we need to start looking at, you know, new creative properties because Lightyear, I think, just didn't seem fresh. Yeah, I think it's a combination of a couple of things. One is, I, I would argue, Stranger Things coming out around the same oh, time. Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, we just watched a lot. We watched no spoilers. The I didn't watch it yet. No, we watched the first of the, the last two episodes last night. That's an hour and a half. Like, I'd rather sit at home for an hour and a half with pizza and yeah. beer then go out and see Lightyear again. It's so That's popular the other thing. that, in fact, I just read that Netflix crashed as soon as yeah, uh, it yeah. came out. Everybody wanted to see it. But also, let's not forget that nobody asked for Lightyear. That's like Cars 3. I don't yeah. want it. I didn't want Cars 1 oh, or 2. You just alienated a third of our fans. I'll say it. I'll say it. I will defend Cars to this day. You are a monster. It is. All three great. of them, though? Not all three. The first one, I think, is a great movie. It's one Oh, they of... did make a third one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Stupid. Yeah, I, I, I think the first one is one of the best like Pixar <sighs> movies. Also, like <laughs> apparently with with Lightyear, like the movie starts off with a with an opening crawl that says, "In 1995, young Andy saw this movie and it inspired him to get the toy." But then, like the movie's like super serious and dapper. Like, yeah. what eight year old would watch? That's like watching like <laughs> the Shadow or the Phantom yeah. when I was a kid and be like, "I really need a Shadow toy." Yeah, I, I, I it just yeah. didn't make sense. Going down the list, the initial reactions to Thor: Love and Thunder are popping up. Mostly good stuff. So I'm gonna wait till the actual review embargo mm-hmm. lifts before, because right now the people who are going to see it are a lot of fans, a lot of people yeah. who already like the property. Yeah, I'd rather wait to see some of the more critical responses, but it's always a good sign. We knew it was gonna be a good time regardless. Yeah. So looking forward to it. Kevin Feige is coming to San Diego Comic Con with big announcements about the future. This I think this is their return. They. We're yeah, not there. Like, oh, yeah. So, and he said he's going to be making announcements about Phase Five. Well, let's let's make Phase Four less of a mess, and we'll we'll <laughs> go from there. Harley Quinn season three trailer and release date. I have not watched Harley Quinn. I, I've heard very good things. I want to make sure that I, at some point I am going to sit down and binge it. But yeah, I, I got to say, after seeing the trailer for season three, I'm like, I think I kind of want to watch this. Like, it actually looks good, and it's really it's in the top 250 on IMDb. It's, it's supposed yeah. to be fantastic. Yeah. I'm not reading this whole ner- <laughs> news blurb, but apparently Amazon has picked up Eight Billion Genies, a limited comic series from Charles Sewell and Ryan Brown, and they're going to be adapting it for streaming because obviously Amazon is killing it with the boys. So. Mm-hmm. The premise is about eight billion genies. That's yep. literally what it's yeah. about. Yeah. All right, everybody gets a genie. Everybody gets one. Tell yep. them, tell them, Peter. But uh, everybody you get gets three one. Wishes. What? No, you only get one wish. One wish. One wish. Yes. One wish Every eight genie. billion people get one wish. And they're full well, wishes. You get, well, do you get yeah. eight billion? Because what if you, your wish is to have a wish from every single genie? What? If, no wishing for more wishes. We established that. No. What, what if I wish for everybody's genie? 
<laughs> I wish I had everybody's genie. So anyway, they, they're talking about, instead of talking about all 8 billion people, they're just going to focus on like a small group of people. Oh, and 8 billion episodes? Yeah, Are you kidding I know. me? And they want to use it as a, a cross-media universe. It's like a launching point for it. I, I don't know if this will go anywhere, or, or I, it was just something I caught in the news, but it uh, could be something. I don't know. We'll see. The Paper Girls trailer has dropped. I have not seen it. Oh, I don't know what that is. So. Paper Girls is a graphic novel series about a group of, I think they're like 12 or 13 year old girls that deliver newspapers and they there's all sorts of like time travel stuff it's Throw sort of the game boy game paper boy oh my god oh, <laughs> oh my god i used to love that game Paper Girls is it's a lot of fun. Game. It's aimed at a younger audience, but it's got more mature themes to it too. So it's sort of like Umbrella Academy with its time travel, but not Maybe as gross. Well. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> and then a CW is to be purchased by Nexter, Nexstar, and controls seventy five percent of the company. And that's coming from Collider. Yeah, CW's falling apart. CW's a mess. No, they not, just established that Superman and Lois does not take place in the Arrowverse, or at least in the main Arrowverse. Yeah. It takes place on another Earth, which is just dumb and stupid and silly, especially when they directly reference all the things that are happening yeah. in all these other shows. Yeah. But um, it is what it is. The CW's a mess. DC's a mess. Ezra Miller's a mess. <laughs> but apparently Black Adam is teasing that Superman will make some sort yeah, of appearance I in... That. I just hope it's Henry Cavill, because that'd be great. But the one I'm really looking forward to is Super Pets. Yeah. You and every <laughs> eight-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking forward to Super Pets. I yeah, yeah, another Kevin Hart movie. With Dwayne Johnson. Yes. Yep, yep, that's all we need. <laughs> Sounds like a Netflix show. And I think that is all of the news. All right. Thank you so much. So we're going to cut to break in a minute. But before then, we just, again, want to tease what's coming up after break. And that is all about patriotic superheroes, about what it means to be an American superhero, what it, who we're going to put in all of our votes for what we think is the best. And I've got a little discussion for all of us. So with that, let's go to break. Today's episode is brought to you by Ray's Energy Drinks from Rep Sports. Whether you're trying to crush your afternoon workout or just need a little extra pick-me-up, Ray's Energy is just the boost that you're going to need. So if you go to repsports.com and any product that you order, enter the code MISFIT89 at checkout to receive 15% off. Anything that you guys buy from that store helps our network grow, and we fully, fully appreciate everything you guys do. That's MISFIT89 at checkout, repsports.com. And welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. Thanks so much for joining us and making it through that commercial break. We are back now, the four of us, and we are discussing patriotism and American superheroes. Now, I think before we get into that, we have to sort of figure out a couple of foundational baseline things. So here's the first thing that I want to ask you all. What makes a superhero patriotic? Now, when we say patriotic... Actually, maybe we should even go back further than that, because I know you were hinting at this. What exactly does patriotic... Are we talking about America, or are we talking about patriotic to one's own country? Because well, I think there's a difference between patriotic and American. Yes. Go ahead, well, yes. Ronnie. So patriotism is basically... It's almost like nationalism, where you you are for you, like your country, you represent your country, you do anything to defend your country and its beliefs and values and everything. While obviously, like most american one is just strictly an american while patriotism could be you could have you know who's the most patriotic britain and most mm -hmm. patriotic american most patriotic australian things like that right so, so like in superman red sun 
Superman, despite the fact that he is completely Russian and communist, is actually entirely patriotic because he very much is for Mother Russia. Yes. All right. Paul, do you agree with that? I go by color scheme. In all honesty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, explain. I go explain by yourself. Color. I mean, it is very easy to establish what kind of values your superhero is going to have based off the color scheme and artistic design. Mm-hmm. Most of those strong-jawed heroes in the bright blue, the bright red, very patriotic, very good old boy type of superheroes, very old school style. I think in glass, not glass, uh, Unbreakable, Samuel L. Jackson's character is talking about how superheroes are designed like the big strong jaw, mm-hmm. the the muscu- you know, over-muscular type characters. But I know, obviously, at time of release, it is now July 5th. Mm-hmm. So the, this episode is getting released on July 5th because, obviously, we're not going to release that episode. But really, that's why we're doing this episode for 4th of July. So when I think patriotic superheroes, a lot of times, I think uh, – sorry, I'm chuckling that Ronnie just put his giant water bottle on a tiny coaster. <laughs> <laughs> he just ate the coaster. And that's why we should do video sometimes. But, uh, yeah, so for me, like, you, you always look at, like, the color scheme and – there's there's the difference between the intention of the character and like look at Homelander. Homelander is a perfect example mm-hmm. where in the in his persona that he's created is very you know very Superman esque and very you know for America for the country for our especially in season I think what is it season one where yeah. they're trying to push the superheroes into the military mm-hmm. and then season two when they finally do but uh, and then in reality he's actually just a terrible person so <laughs> it. You look at artistic design, and for me, that's how I can determine how patriotic a character is. But then there are differences. Like, you know, can you argue that Daredevil's a patriotic superhero because he protects his neighborhood? Or is it just strictly country? So a lot of different factors, and depends on the way the character is written. Because there are plenty of characters like uh, like Anarchy, who's like, I don't care about my country. Granted, he's a villain. But uh, sometimes they were very on the nose with stuff like that. And they, they don't tend to be subtle with character traits, especially patriotism, especially from... World War II on, where the comic right. books were propaganda, and they were designed to, you know, America, Captain America, punching Hitler in the face. Yeah. Brandon, how about you? What do you think makes a superhero patriotic? Well, again, I, when, I, when that's, this is a question I had texted Paul earlier, because I was going to throw some curveballs at him, because I would say, if you say patriotic, that is your loyalty to your country. Okay. And so you can be, you know, you cannot be American, be loyal to your, obviously, your country that you're from. So that is where I was going with patriotic is you know, who's loyal to their country. And if you go with that and you're talking about, you know, you can get a few different heroes in mind then if you're talking about, whereas if you just define patriotic as, well, we're only talking about American patriot, be sorry, being American patriots, like, okay, that list is a little bit harder at, oh, sorry. There was the list down of who can be, you know, that, that theme then. But I usually, when you say patriotic, I would, my first thought gravitated towards those heroes that are there to defend their countries because we're talking about, so an example I, I was going to, I, I thought of before when we, when we were first thinking of this, almost more on a technistic side, and you're talking, and kind of plays in the what Paul says about colors and whatnot. There was Omega Red back in the day, who was one of nemesis of Wolverine, but mm. his whole spiel was about being a, a weapon for the, the Soviet Union. You know, so yeah. to me, his that that would be an example of a patriotic antagonist for our hero. But yeah, so I would say basically how much support they have for their country is what defines the patriotism part. All right, so now let's take that a little bit further. Can a patriotic superhero be the bad guy? Yes. How's yeah. It? Yeah. Okay. Depends so, on what country you're reading in. Ah, yes. And also, I mean, we want to talk about that. I mean, there was a whole side story in DC of of Atlantis versus Themyscira, and that's that's two warring nations, essentially. Right. And those are two superheroes, typically Aquaman and Wonder Woman, that are at, you know, 
blows because they are defending their homeland. Okay. Or you look at Peacemaker and Rick Flag. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Both considered patriotic superheroes, both there. But then it shows the difference between being loyal to your country and being loyal to your government, which is a conversation we are Ooh, probably yeah. going to stay away from today just because <laughs> this, we're, this is a fun conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm trying. Yes. To, I'm trying to keep politics totally out of this. All right. So what are the beliefs of a patriotic superhero? They love their country. They're, yeah. they're there to fight for their country and the ideals of their country. Okay, the ideals yep. of their country. How do they determine which are the ideals? Whatever time period you're reading the comic ah, book in. Okay, so That's for example... Yeah, that is a good answer. So for example, 1930s patriotism is very different than, say, post-9-11 patriotism. You read a comic book from 1930... Let's, well, let's push it even further because Superman okay. came out in 1938. You read a Superman or a Captain America comic during World War II versus reading one now. I mean, when they took out Superman's phrase of truth, justice, and the American way, people revolted. Mm -hmm. Like, people were not happy. So you... Comic books change with their times. So reading a comic book from the 1940s as opposed to... I mean, they just introduced Soldier Boy on, on The Boys. And they literally... They lean into the idea that he was just war propaganda. And like, Homelander says, I watched all your films as a kid. Like, you were my hero. But he's a terrible person too. <laughs> so for, it really depends on when you're reading a comic book. You know, ideals with your country change mm-hmm. as time goes on, and they also reflect the current climate. Okay. And that is very true with anything you watch nowadays. Ronnie, no, I, I agree with. Well, I think you know, in order for you to be considered a patriotic superhero, you need to see that you're representing your country the way that. Your country should be represented. You represent its values, its rules, you know, its morals and everything. Okay. Brendan? I think they already kind of said everything that I would say about this stuff. That Yeah, basically that the superhero is an emblem of like the values and the virtues of that country. Okay. Now, in my research, one of the things that I kind of discovered a little bit, and or I should say this is a theory I've developed, and so I'll see what you all three think of this. That wartime and world crisis kind of creates a resurgence of superheroes. Like, for example, World War II, we actually saw, and actually Captain America was not the very first big American superhero. I'm not sure if you're familiar with some of them. One of the ones, the first one that I found was called The Shield. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. It says, by far the most important patriotic superhero other than Cap, he debuted in 1940, a year before Captain America, and featured the same star-spangled outfit, a similar super soldier origin, same Nazi fighting early adventures, and Cap carries a round shield instead of his triangular shield. And that's really, and he was kind of forgotten and kind of left behind because Captain America was so much bigger. And then do you think world crisis... So we can all agree that war kind of creates a resurgence in superheroes. Yes. I, I think I, it, I could see I, that. It, it, a little bit, it's a distraction and it harkens back maybe to an earlier time or the idea mm-hmm. that we get in propaganda, you would say, but mm-hmm. the idea if we need heroes and it's easier to write fictional stories. I so, think less now, though, like... The world's been in crisis for, for a long time <laughs> yeah. now, and oh, gosh. like new superheroes are few and far between. Right. They, they'd yeah. rather write for established superheroes. Now, now it's the satire of them. That's what's really popular. That is. Yeah. Shows like yeah. The Boys really kind of show that mm-hmm. Umbrella Academy. Umbrella is. Academy, less of the 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 good old fashioned type superhero, more the gritty or the satire superhero. But I mean, there's still plenty of examples of it still working. Like they just did Star Girl, mm-hmm. and even though Star Girl's not necessarily a super patriotic superhero, her color scheme suggests right. otherwise. Yeah. Um, yeah. She very good show, like fantastic show. I'm a big fan of it. 
I got to catch up on it, but uh, it's really good. Right. I, I think when we talk about like wartime, it does it. But what it does is it brings out a patriotic superhero because the only thing that brings everyone together is a common enemy. And what better to show that than having a patriotic superhero defeating the enemy? Okay, so I guess then my question is, what is the role of superheroes in our country? Nothing now. Entertainment, pure entertainment. entertainment. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're not going to see you know comic books of Hitler getting punched mm-hmm. nowadays or the equivalent of there. Yeah. But uh, in Poo- all honesty, like Putin yeah, or like something. a Putin. Or, yeah. I'm sure they're, they're they're arounds and they exist. Well, but it, what about the Spider-Man Obama crossover? I wouldn't even be able to tell you about oh, it. Oh, yeah? They have done presidential crossovers a lot. Like, okay. When Superman died and came back, they had, I think it was Clinton, who mm-hmm. shook hands with the cyborg Superman. Okay. Like, it, oh. that's never been anything anything new. But they even when, I think Superman, again, like, they had they wanted to do something about 9-11 with Superman, mm-hmm. and just they, they thought it was in poor taste, which was, you know, smart. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they've they've that's nothing that hasn't been done before. I just don't think it's got the same. You're not going to see comic books flying off the shelf because it's crossing over with a real-life event anymore. Comic books don't yeah. fly off the shelf to begin with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were at Midtown Comics this weekend when we were in the city, and it was crowded. But people were more looking at like the the statues and the and the yeah. and the merchandise. And what the latest Funko Pop like the figure, th- figure? This was my big thing that I was working on my new space. Yeah, <laughs> oh, very nice. Because <laughs> get getting into comic books is exceptionally difficult. Mm-hmm. It is not yes. easy. It's like starting the MCU with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and trying to work yourself backwards. Yeah. <laughs> it just does not work. Oh. It's it's tough. Comic books are very intimidating. When people ask about getting into comics, I always say, "Here is a giant collection of this graphic novel series." You're Watchmen, your you know Dark Knight right. Returns, mm-hmm. there you go, or your Scott Pilgrims even. And, yeah. and but the the important thing too is if you want to get into comics, the first step is just to pick one up. Mm. Like you yes. know, and, and you can easily go online and find like you know what are the mo- best comics to start with. You know, every YouTuber and, and Google search will give you a, a list of and just just like that's how I started because I started with comics later in life than most people most people here. Well, I think I'm later in life than most people here, but I <laughs> didn't start until maybe about 15 years ago, and it was just I picked it up and I just started reading and. And then, you know, one leads to the next and next. And so this, it's never too late to get into comics, but you do have to just make a starting point. All right. So what? If I may actually real quick, oh, I would say the purpose of I usually I like the idea yeah. with superheroes in America, at least those are our mythology. If, yeah, if we mm-hmm. don't really America didn't really have doesn't really have its own mythological series of stories or whatnot. So I like the idea that. American comic books and comic book superheroes are our as America's mythology. That was my yeah, sense I wanted to put in there. I agree. Now, I, here's another connection that I kind of made. It's an iffy connection, so feel free to debate this. That um, pre 9 11, we had comic book superheroes kind of floundered a little bit. We had some successes, we had a lot of failures, we had a lot of started and stopped a series. And it really wasn't until post 9-11, I think, that a lot of the superhero movies and, and stuff, like superhero geek kind of mentality took hold of the mainstream. And I, I wonder if there is a connection there, because I know post 9-11, you know, everyone was fly the flag, show how great the country is and everything. Is there a connection between that and our, the role that superheroes play? I'll say no. You don't think so at all? What was the, the movie franchise that really started the superhero boom? X-Men. 
X Men really started. You didn't say X Men, yeah, X Men, which was in two thousand, which is pre nine eleven. X Men and Spider Man really started, but mm-hmm. I don't consider Spider Man. Spider Man's a New York superhero, so I do understand. Like in all the Spider Man movies, the original ones, they do make some sort of mention about New Yorkers standing together, which was definitely the climate. Right. I totally yeah. agree, but nobody like that's not the scene that I remember from that movie. Like yeah. they they took out the twin towers of right. Spider Man because uh, you know obviously it. Yeah. Filmed beforehand, but then came out afterwards. But they do have their scene of like the New Yorkers throwing stuff at at the Green Goblin and stuff like that. But I don't consider Spider Man a patriarch. Superhero. I, yeah, that was what yeah. I was just gonna say. Even with his color scheme, his red and blue color scheme, he was never designed white. <laughs> yeah, Mar- he's not white. His eyes. Yeah, his eyes. More yeah. recent Marvel, count. I think, is more patriotic. You know, because you've got people like Captain America. But see, I'll argue that because it's still. Captain America is still that old school patriotism. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. I consider Nick Fury to be a very patriotic superhero. Oh, yes. Okay. But he and Cap are, follow them, find themselves at odds in Winter Soldier. Is Shield patriotic? I would argue that it is. It's just it's how you determine. It's a misguided. What, kind just of. like how you look at Superman from Injustice. You can argue he's super patriotic, mm-hmm. but he's also a dictator, and you know he justifies keeping everybody safe by, like, killing criminals. You know, it, there are so many layers to to that discussion. But I don't, I don't think that post nine eleven movie, uh, X Men and Spider Man opened the floodgates to serious, right. seriously done superhero movies that still have a love and affection for their source material. You know, X Men started the whole we can do these characters, but not bright and colorful yet. X Men eased up. Now I'm going to tread lightly on this one because I don't want to get political. Punisher has sort of been adopted as a very patriotic superhero by many people. Yes. Is that is he patriotic? Yes. 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 In what sense? Served in the military, and again, it's it's just like Injustice Superman. Mm -hmm. Patriotic superhero loves their country, wants to do the right thing. And justifying the means. That's the old, one of the oldest debates that you can ever okay, so, find. And that you would say is Punisher and justifies the means? Uh, that's his mentality. Okay, I'm yeah, not yeah. going to say whether or not I agree with, no, no. with anything like that. But I do understand that Frank Castle was a military veteran mm-hmm. who yeah. suffered a terrible tragedy. And you know he, he does what he thinks that the law can't. So you can argue that he's actually anti-patriot, where right. he's anti the government and anti the law. But yeah, because he, he does the things that the law he feels can't. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's an interesting. He's an interesting character, and I think more and more we're getting characters that see things in different levels. You know, 1945, Captain America was like, "This is wrong. This is right, right. and there's no in between." So, all right, here's here's the thing I want to get at. Then, I think we can all establish there's a difference between the most patriotic and the most American superheroes. Is yes. there a distinct difference mm-hmm. between the two of them? What is the difference? Yes. Well, American is strictly based off of you're a patriot towards America, while patriotism, like I said, is just you could be a patriot for the country that you represent. Captain Britain's not the most American superhero? <laughs> He's the best, most North American superhero. Most, most original American superhero. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, can the most... Is it... Is it possible the most American superhero might be a better person than the most patriotic superhero? Depends on who you ask. If you ask somebody who's living in Britain, they I'll are ask gonna... Brendan then. He's okay, uh, <laughs> the most American is better than the most patriotic. Yeah, like, like I would. I, mean, I no, kind of... I, I don't think so. I think they could. I think they not. I don't think one's better. They could be the same level. I would say because if you, I give an example, I mean, I'm cheating. Looking at some of the lists of patriotic heroes, but it brings up T'Challa. Like he's the freaking king of his country. You're saying he's more patriotic. He's less patriotic than say 
Captain America or but Superman. No one, but no one would ever confuse him for being an American superhero. No, okay. I don't think so. So what exactly does an American superhero stand for then? And don't say the country. The American values. Which are what? Truth, justice, and the American way. <laughs> what is the? Sorry, American? it's just it's no, no. That's the, the good. American way is living a, a free life with, uh-huh. that you have rights and you have liberty to do what you wish as long as it goes along with the laws and the rules of your government. Okay, and I think that's a key aspect there is as long as it goes along with the rules and laws. Because again, back to Frank Castle, he does not go along with the rules, and he he's like as you said, Paul said he and justifies the means with him. So. It, would anyone ever say that the Punisher is the most American superhero? I don't think anyone would ever say that. I don't think he's patriotic that. in the first place. You don't think he's patriotic? I don't. I, I you guys. I, I, I don't think he is. And I'm sorry for cutting you off, no. there, Ronnie. But I don't think he is the most. I don't think he's patriotic per se because he doesn't. Because he does choose to kill. And I would like to think as the American idea is that you're saying with rules and regulations or whatnot, but like you do what you want as long as it doesn't bother other people, per se. I know that's an all whole philosophical thing about liberty and what does what rights do people actually have. But I feel like with him choosing to take life, that goes against the ideals of America. The problem with the Punisher is he's not doing it for his country. He's doing it because he feels that his country is falling short, which isn't a whole other argument that you can have. That a patriotic superhero could be one that justifies that his that we love our country, but it's not without its faults. And for Frank Castle, though, it's just too far of an extreme to really. I, I do agree with you, Brendan, to a point. When I think patriotic superheroes, Frank Castle is not the first one that I think of. I think. PTSD and dealing with loss and not being able to and using the skills and the the teaching that you have to try and figure it out. But I mean, we can argue again, you you look at Peacemaker and Rick Flagg, or, you know, for the Punisher himself is it's not so much he's breaking the law, he's feeling that the law, I mean, look at Daredevil, look at any vigilante, Mm -hmm. like Daredevil specifically, like when people get so in the original Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck, aren't which, all superheroes vigilantes? To a point, Superman, Superman and Batman were actually Superman and Batman were actually deputized in early well, comic and, books, and that's what Civil War brings up too. Yeah. Which I think Civil War is the most possibly uh, encapsulates this ideal of you know what exactly does it mean to be an yeah. American or a patriotic superhero because yeah. it's about regulation or about doing what you know whatever you yeah. want. Because to me, with Punisher, he to me he in his mind. His government is failing him mm-hmm. and and the country. So he's taking matters into his own hand. So is he patriotic? I can I can argue yes, he is patriotic because he's being loyal to his country. He's not being loyal towards his government. There's a difference. Just because you're patriotic does not mean you have to believe in your government okay. and what and what it says and what it does. That's the whole point of our constitution in America. That we don't have to that But does the government always follow the constitution? I don't want to talk about that. that, that <laughs> I thought this was That's be a for MF Uncensored. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think he follows our, our constitution. Okay. Okay. Mm. I think another, an interesting parallel, if you want to talk about, maybe, maybe he made it too similar to the Punisher, but is the comedian. Because there's a guy that mm. is very violent, but he seems to do everything for his country. And that's something, I'm thinking back to like some of the dystopian ideas. You're talking about like Watchmen. That's more of the satire of the superhero. But he seemed like, I think about, you know, he was president JFK's assassination. He does a lot of things that are, are for the name, in the name of the country, but do we see him? So maybe he might be patriotic, but maybe not the best ideal version of American ideals. Okay. All right. I like that you brought up the comedian because the Watchmen, yeah. like it takes place during Vietnam and all that stuff. And you know, the comedian, yeah, he's, 
considers himself to be a Patriot throughout the, the course of that. But I mean, like you can also argue the Joker, the Joker actually punched like there's an old comic. You can look it up, but basically like he's working with somebody and then he finds out that they're a Nazi and he's like, I would never work with a Nazi. Like, and he like freaks out on this guy and it's like the Joker, like being yeah, patriotic. Wow, the Joker has limits. <laughs> yeah. But again, relative to the time. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, yeah. even like the Rocketeer, we're big fans of the Rocketeer mm-hmm. at the very end <laughs> At, of the Rocketeer, which is a comic book movie for those of you guys who are about to come at me, but um, he uh, like he joins the mob because the mob's like, I'm a, I'm 100 percent American. I don't take orders from no two bit Nazi. Like the mob joins the Rocketeer against the Nazis and the FBI. Like yeah, it it's again it's all relative to the time period that okay. we're in, and unfortunately right now we're in that time period where it is way more popular and it's going to sell more comics to be almost anti any establishment. Yeah. You know, and or to, to go outside the norm so far. Like nobody's talking about how good the new Superman comic books are. They're just talking about how the new Superman is bisexual. Like that's what people are talking mm-hmm. about. They're not talking about the quality of the writing, the quality of the artwork, exploring new avenues for a, a new Superman. Like every article I read was Superman gay. And like that's not what it but that's what gets people to click right. and that's what yeah. pe- gets people to check. So in all honesty, I think that I think the best example is actually Civil War, as Rob said, and the Winter Soldier. In all yeah, honesty. I, I would yeah. agree with you on that. Yeah. All right, so wh- here's another question: Does the most American superhero live the American dream? <laughs> the, again, it's all subjective. All right, so what is the American dream, Ronnie? You're the, you're <laughs> you're wearing a Mr. flag, Mr. America. <laughs> The, the American – it's essentially what the America – what America is supposed to stand for, which is unity and being able to have the right to do what you want to do, to become whoever you want to become. Right, that's the American dream. Yes. Okay. So who do you think is most living the American dream? Batman. <laughs> he probably is. Actually. He's a billionaire with zero consequences. Superman. Yeah, and and you know any devices at his beck and call, and, and every oh. woman, and no ties to anybody. Nope, just <laughs> Alfred. <laughs> other other want, want to chime in? Who do you think is which superhero is living the American dream the most? Can I say I would just say I probably got cut off. Kingdom Come Superman when he's just on the farm, just mm-hmm. plowing the land. Mm, okay, all right, Ronnie. Are any of them really living the American dream? I really don't think so. None of them? I don't think so. I I think it's... it's With the American... Because of the fact that they are these superhuman, right? Mm-hmm. That, hey, who gets paid to be a superhuman? None of them. And that was something that was brought up, if you remember, in right? Falcon and the yeah. Winter Soldier, yep. where, you know, what was it, Falcon, he was trying to get a loan, and he's yeah. like, doesn't the Avengers, doesn't Tony Stark pay you? And there's you like, know, so, no. so you have to look at someone that is, essentially, has money, no, no suit other than Batman and Iron Man. Does Iron, anyone... Man's, Iron Man's living the American yes, dream. I was going to say Iron Man. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I, was, I would say those two are living the American dream. Not necessarily, not necessarily their superheroes. Not Iron Man and not Batman, but Bruce Wayne and Tony Stark are living, living the American dream. I like that. I don't think anyone else really is, which is sad because those two are, Jerks. at least to me, <laughs> not patriotic. Uh, oh, 
I, okay. Why? They're, so they're selfish. Yes. Batman and Iron Man, absolutely. Yeah, I, I would agree written, with you. They're yeah. written to be that so, way. So yes. patriotic means selfless, or at least approaching yes. self. Okay, interesting. Comic book characters do what they do for a couple of reasons. The mm-hmm. most common is dealing with some sort of loss or trauma. Mm-hmm. You look at Batman as the stereotype for it. But then you look at a character like Superman where he was just – they say that he was just raised like the nurture versus nature argument. Like again, you can go down this rabbit hole. You'll never find the exact answer about what causes people to see the world the way that they do. Mm. You know, it's 10 trillion different factors that you can never really quantify. It's never going to be, this is how you raise somebody and they're going to be like this. Like right. there, there's no way to ever say it. You know, Brendan has a baby, you know, the, the habits that Brendan's creating now with his child are going to f- shape his future. Right. So, yes. but at the same time, Brendan's also got a ton of geek and novelty stuff hanging up behind him. Mm-hmm. What if that kid doesn't like any of that Plus, stuff? Plus, a super cool Dungeons and oh, Dragons. Oh, don't, don't, don't put that out into the universe. Please don't put that out into the universe. <laughs> but what I'm saying my is, wallet, but please you, don't put that into the universe. But you'll still love that kid regardless. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Like, so, in all honesty, it, there's no way to quantify what creates the ideal superhero. And that's why I like Homelander, mm-hmm. because he created the ideal superhero persona. Okay. And that ties into my next question. Before we start to debate about individuals here, does personal story or image better represent most American slash patriotic? Personal story. Personal story? Personal story. Why do you say that? Because Homelander used Superman's personal story to create his public image. Uh, mm-hmm. People can also tell say, when people are full of crap. Yeah. Brandon? And I would say actually the personal story of Captain America a bit kind of that kind of works a bit too, because here's this kid who's he wants to he wants to help, but physically can't. He has all the right He's the right mental state, let's say, and the right actions, but he physically can't do this stuff. So I, I think that also works, too, with the, the idea of America for the long time always had the, played the card of the underdog. They were the newest superpower on the block. They really didn't establish themselves. And then World War II kind of comes. And now it's like, oh, wow, we're the protector of the world now. So mm-hmm. I would use Superman as an, not Superman, Captain America as another example of backstory, personal story over personal image. Okay. Ronnie, story or image? It has to be story. I mean, you you have plenty of people that wear the color. If we're talking about like American patriotism Mm -hmm. right now, right? You have a lot of characters that wear the colors of, you know, America. But they don't have any like story that says like, hey, I'm a patriot. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just I just have I just happen to wear the colors. But, you know, I don't I'm not a big patriot or anything like that. So, okay. All right. So, let's get down to it. So, I want to hear what your choices are, because we've sort of established there's a difference between patriotic and American. So, I want to hear who is your most patriotic, most American, and if there's the same for both, that's fine. You can say it, but just then defend it. So, who wants to go first? I'll I'll take volunteers. So, (laughs) mine's going to piss off Rob, so. (laughs) Most Um, patriotic is most American. So... I, I can't say there's really a most patriotic. Okay. I think because of the fact that my my American one is also probably just as patriotic as Black Panther. Okay. Right? Because yeah. Black Panther obviously, you know, represents Africa or, you know, Wakanda specifically. And he does a great job. He he has those values that you see you know, in Wakanda, you he has all those values. He shows them. He lives by them and everything. So is he the most patriotic? He's got to be one of them, mm-hmm. right? You know, and then, I mean, you, you have, like, Captain Carter, 
you know. Oh, but, solid choice. You know, yeah, I look mean, at that. but again, what other person do you really have from over there that's patriotic? None, right? She's she's the only one. I know who you're gonna say. I mean, isn't I know you Captain know who I'm Britain? Say, right? What? And I'm not. Isn't, ca- isn't Captain Britain from the UK? Yeah, but yeah. I'm just Cap- doing the point of that it's not the only one. Well, yes. you can definitely say yeah. Captain Carter's are more more patriotic. Totally down. Yeah. <laughs> now, for me, for American yeah. slash patriotic, when it comes to American, is there there are a couple I have in mind. Okay. I have Falcon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, war hero, and you know he he plays by the American rules and everything. You you can also argue War Machine as oh, well. Yeah. Air Force veteran. Um, Air Force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know and. And then my other one is Bucky. I, I think Bucky is a patriot. Okay. Okay. You know? All right. I, I can, when I, he's not brainwashed. Yes. When okay. he's not wearing the Soviet star on his arm. Yes. <laughs> I, obviously, that's different. He's brainwashed. But like when he's... I mean, you could even argue, I mean, technically, that's still patriotism. Yeah, yeah I would agree. He was brainwashed and he was fighting for Russia. Okay, you that's know? true. So, I mean, he, he's got both ends. <laughs> <laughs> and and we He's won't answer this, cold, but the Cold War in one person. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. We won't go into this because this will get icky. But an interesting aspect to chase after is: is there a certain amount of brainwashing in patriotism? I don't think so. No, not anymore. Nowadays, no. See, I, did you watch the most recent The Boys? Yeah, I'm thinking of when they went to the Homelander rally. I think th- there's a lot. Th- so my my <laughs> issue is with this is. There's so much to the fact that we can sit here right now, yeah. right now, and do a podcast where we can talk about this, and we're not going to get censored. We're not going to get to correct. That, and unfortunately, there's just so much. Cho- <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> there's so much choice, and there's so much ability to just talk and rally and do these things and protest. Like that's a lot of what America was based on. Mm-hmm. Like people, you know, talking about what they want to talk about. So mm-hmm. for me, not not nearly as much. I okay. just yeah. Go ahead. Let's hear. I know exactly who you're going to say, so go ahead and say. For which one? Uh, most patriotic and possibly even most American. Most patriotic is going to be U.S. Agent John Walker. I knew it. Mostly because I know you hate John Walker. I don't agree. I don't disagree with you on this though. Yeah, he is the most patriotic. Yep. Like everything he does, and it's not to say whether he's a good or bad person. It's just what he does. He does for his country, and I still think that. His story in Falcon and the Winter Soldier was just as interesting, if not more, for me. Then that's just a personal thing. I just really enjoyed the idea of the replacement Captain America being, you know, then it turns into the debate between a good soldier and a good man and all that stuff. And he was a great soldier and he valued America and he valued his country. And even when he was replaced as Captain America, he still wanted to fight. He still wanted to help. He still wanted to do the right thing. And then he took up the U.S. agent mantle with a much better costume. But uh, most American, though, I'm going to always say Superman. Superman is – he was designed based off the ideals and he is still – people say that Superman is hard to write for and he's hard to relate to. did you say the most American? Yeah, I said what I said. Okay. But Why? What's wrong with him? Because he's an alien from another Uh, planet. He's an immigrant. Yeah. (laughs) But what is more American than – He's an illegal immigrant. There are no state or federal laws that regulate <laughs> aliens landing on the, on Earth. So there's that. <laughs> so, booyah. Also, it was Kansas in 1938. I don't even God only knows what they would actually refer to somebody like that as. But uh, back then, you know, yeah. But uh, for me, Superman is always going to be the most American superhero. Okay. He is the definition of, especially at the time, the American dream. Coming to this country and just, just being good for the sake of being good. Like, Superman has always been a character where he's 
again, people, writers complain about Superman because A, he's so powerful and B, he's just so good. Like mm-hmm. trying to create conflict and trying to write for him is always difficult. That's why Superman and Lois is doing so well because it's not so much him as Superman, it's him as a parent and as yeah. a husband and dealing with the problems that we all deal with in some capacity. So okay. I'll always, as much as I love like Captain America or even like Peacemaker now, because mm-hmm. Peacemaker's another great character where he was. this is my country, this is what I'm doing, and then he starts to doubt himself, and he starts to doubt what he's being told. So, as far as story-wise, I like Peacemaker, but Captain America and U.S. Agent are always going to jump to my head when I start thinking about this concept. Brandon? This is tough a little bit for me. I I definitely say my most American, I would would side with Captain America. I just, I like the character. I think that, you know, it's, again, probably it's the World War II aspect of the story. It's coming from Brooklyn, a scrawny kid who ends, you know, the beef up and fight for his country. And then fast forward, however far you want to go into the future, based on what's, what book you're reading, he still holds on to this idea of what America could be and how it could be better, despite all the cynicism and all the craziness, because he kind of missed the 70s. And so by he by him missing over the 70s, he kind of doesn't get that dark turn that I think a lot of America might have turned a little bit or started to turn that way during that time frame. So we still have that optimistic of the idea that what's right is right is right. And, then he's, and I think you see that a little bit in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Most patriotic, I really want to pick a different person. And I just, I'm leaning towards, I'm just going to go with what I'm leaning towards. And I'm going to go with T'Challa, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the royalty that he's, you know, he's, he's both the, the ruler and the defender I'm going to go with that for the most part, as opposed to throwing a curveball character. I think that he is a, a, just a safe bet for being one of the most patriotic characters there are to his country, that he'll do what he can to protect it. Okay. I am going to go now. I, I, I kind of agree with John Walker. I, I really do. Oh, but, I need to lay down. but <laughs> <laughs> I think what makes him so amazingly American. See, I don't think he's American. I think he's patriotic. I think that's, that's what I said. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it's sort of a satire on it because he murders in the, you know, it's, he's sort of like peacemaker that he, he, he'll murder as many people as he needs to in order to achieve peace. And I feel like that is a very patriotic approach. I will argue, though, mm-hmm. how many people did he murder in Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Oh, it was only six episodes. So one, but one person. Yeah. And it became like a, a whole thing for him. And it made it seem like he'd never done something like that before. And they blame this, you know, a lot of different factors. Right. But one person? Oh, yeah. I mean, look at the scene in, in The Suicide Squad where him oh, and uh, P- Peacemaker and Idris Elba oh, just absolutely. blow everybody away. But he's not my choice for most patriotic. Dr. Doom. No one is more patriotic than Dr. Doom. I, I know. I, he I stands for his country of Latvia. But I thought we were talking about superheroes. He is a superhero. Doctor Doom is the villain of the Fantastic Four. So, he's so, still a super. Again, depends on who's what country you're story. in. If uh, the people of Latveria would actually argue with you on that one, that he's not. He's he, a dictator. Yeah, but he'll do anything to spread his country everywhere. What's more patriotic than that? That I'll do anything it takes to make my country bigger. Or let's go the opposite. Then we we've heard Chala a few times. Mm-hmm. He is completely about just my country above anybody else, and he does not. It's not till the end of the movie. But he questions his country consistently, like his all of the rituals. He is constantly saying this in the isn't movie, right? Yeah, with when he has the fight, 
he he wonders doesn't he wonder if am I remembering this wrong? It is not till the very end of the movie where Killmonger like right. It's not till the end of the movie, and that's the movie. That's right. not even the comic books. Yeah. That's not any of the extended mediums. Like, See, and this is what I think. Pa- patriotism for me has, a, in order to be fully patriotic, you have blinders on to everything except for your country. And T'Challa doesn't have blinders on. He is constantly looking around and, and seeing, you know, what's good for everyone. I would say, you know, he is if if he's the most Wakandan person, but not the most patriotic person, which is why I think Dr. Doom is still the most patriotic, because he doesn't care what any other country thinks or feels he's doing it for his. So that's your definition of patriotism. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, most All right. American Yankee poodle. Okay. Yankee Poodle is a pooch that shoot a meteor accident enabled a star-spangled canine to shoot stars and stripes from her paws. Okay. <laughs> Most patriotic outfit. Captain America or Stargirl even, even though Stargirl's yeah. the most patriotic mm-hmm. superhero. What are we talking about with Captain America? Because I'm sorry, he is Captain Puerto Rico the way he looks. I'm talking <laughs> Puerto Rico. The flag, yes. I know what you're talking about. The flag with War this Machine show. then? I, I, Iron, Iron Patriot. Wow. Iron Patriot. Iron Patriot. Iron Patriot. Patriot. Thank you. I knew I was going to screw that yeah. up. I would say Homelander. Homelander's a good one, too. Yeah, yep. that's that's a real... That's like, a good one. He's, like, wearing the flag, essentially. Oh, yeah, it's his cape. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Go ahead, Brendan. In defense of Captain America, can I argue the Paradise X series where he's just draped an American flag, I think, and has the freaking star carved into his forehead? Oh, I know what you're <laughs> talking about. Yeah, it's... it's that's, why, that's why I just wanted a confirmation on what, but the most patriotic outfit... Got you right here. Don't hit it. Uncle Sam. That's a good one. Uh, (laughs) That is a good uh, one. Uncle Sam. All right. It is time to battle it out. You ready? I've got five different scenarios for you, and you have to pick which one is more patriotic and who would win in a fight. Me. All right. So first one, who's more patriotic, Superman or Captain America? Most patriotic? Most patriotic. Captain America. Yeah. Captain America. Captain America. Yeah, I'll go with Captain America. So what, would you say American would be different then, Ronnie? I already no, established I, this. I, I, I would still say Captain America okay. is the most American, but I, I just, wanted, I just okay. wanted to make sure I heard you correctly. Okay, so. No, if you – Rob, if you say the most American, Paul kind of convinced me I would give it to Superman. Superman over Captain America. Yeah. Okay. And you would go Captain America? For more patriotic? Okay. How yeah. about for more American? I said Superman. Okay. Who would win in a fight? Superman or Captain America? Yeah. Super, Super, Super Soldier. Super Soldier over Enhanced Alien? So for those of you guys who don't know, Super Super Soldier is a character that was an, um, from the Amalgam universe, Captain America and Superman okay. put together. So, oh, yes. damn. But no, Super, <laughs> Superman would win. It was A, B, not A, B, or C. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I get to choose. Brandon, who'd win in a fight, Superman or Captain America? I got to give it to the alien, yes. Okay. Next one, who is more American- Slash patriotic peacemaker or Wonder Woman? Peacemaker, peacemaker, peacemaker. Because she's Wonder not Woman from America. Is, yeah, it's not America. <laughs> yeah, she wears the colors, but no. Well, okay. she wears, she wears the colors because she's an emissary to America, yeah. and that they specifically do establish that in the comics. Not so much nowadays with her; just it's just her armor. Yeah. But originally, she was wearing red, white, and blue because she was going to be an, an emissary to America. Okay, and who would win in a fight? Wonder Woman? Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Oh, wow. Okay, why? Wonder Woman. She's got more yeah. gadgets. 
<laughs> she can block the bullets. Yeah. Okay. I forgot well, he's got. And I forgot who the other person was already. Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. rip him in half. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, more patriotic. John Walker or Homelander? John Walker. I'm gonna say John Walker because he's got the he's got the look and the story, mm-hmm. while Homelander just has the look. Okay, Homelander just wants people to love him. Yeah, what's more patriotic than that? Well. <laughs> he doesn't care because he doesn't care about he doesn't okay. care if America if America falls right now. Homelander's gonna be like, I'm still good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, Brendan. John Walker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and who would win in a fight? Homelander. Homelander. <laughs> yeah, Homelander. All right. Uh, who would win in a f- more patriotic? Colonel Stars and Stripes or the Comedian? Uh, Stars and Stripes. Colonel Stars and Stripes. Uh, oh, yeah? You're saying Patriotic? Yeah. I'm going to go with the Comedian because I don't know the other guy. Oh, he's from Kick-Ass. Yeah, from Kick-Ass. Uh, more American? I think Colonel Stars and Stripes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just the name alone. <laughs> also, the, Having the, not redem- known the other character, yeah, the still, I'm going to stick with Homeland. The I'm Redemption Homelander. story. Uh, redemption <laughs> story for, for... Okay. And who would win in a fight? Comedian. Yeah, because Colonel Stars and Stripes isn't really a superhero. Also, if you look at the mediums, Watchmen is completely over-exaggerated and Kick-Ass is a little bit more towards the okay. realistic side. Right. I'm three for three on uh, the comedian. <laughs> okay. This is one I can't really answer, but Paul will probably be able to. Uh, more, who's more American? The JLA or the JSA? JSA. Explain. JSA was literally founded during World War II. It automatically gets American points. Okay. And also, I think the JSA, they fight. They fought Nazis. Can you explain which, also, what are the differences between them? The Justice Society of America was created, was like their, the first team of superheroes in DC. And it was, it's more like, it was like a lot of the B-list characters. It was, I think it was Hawkman, Hawkgirl, Starman, the, the, the original Jay Garrick Flash, and Our Man Spectre, Green I think. Lantern? The original Alan Scott Green Lantern, mm-hmm. yeah. And the so, JLA is... Is, you know, you're super... Kind of like the, the Avengers, the modern okay. equivalent. So who's... who who Now that we have that in mind, who's more patriotic? JSA for me. JSA. And is that same more American? I would, I would argue it. Mm-hmm. No, I don't really know. I can't... It's hard to tell a team, especially when they all look the exact same <laughs> and they're all... It's a very comic booky but jsa was a lot bigger they fought nazis so okay. they, they get bonus points automatically right. with patriotism <laughs> brandon jla or jsa patriotism jsa okay and ronnie i don't know pa- patriotism i would say jsa mm-hmm. for american i kind of want to say justice league because i feel like you're more american you're more iconic on, figures yeah, on that and who'd win in a fight jla, JLA. Yeah. Full powered Spectre? Mm. What does that mean? Ooh, like, is is uh, the Spectre yeah. at full power? Because the, the Spectre is is literally the, the hand of vengeance for God himself. Yeah. So him oh, him and Superman in a fight would be great. Superman is a god. Yeah, but not the, <laughs> in, in the DC Take the hierarchy. Away, Superman's not a god. Well, yeah. in the DC hierarchy, there is an actual, I think it's the one above all. Yeah. And he's like the, the, the actual, like, there's God, yes. like, creator. You know, and obviously you got characters like Lucifer and and Michael and all them yeah. who are in constant. It's, yeah. it's, comic books are hard, <laughs> yeah. but I would uh, I would say JLA. All right. JLA wins. Yeah. Okay. Well, that wraps up our conversation. Any final words from anyone on American patriotism and this Fourth of July weekend? 
really glad we had such a fun episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why are you looking super, at me? Super lighthearted and fun. Why'd you look at me when you said Yeah, that? why'd you look at him? I designed this. <laughs> Stare me down, dude. Because he's wearing the flag. Is it because I'm uh, the most patriotic? No, it's because you're the cutest. Okay, fair enough. All right, that's good. All right, so that wraps up this uh, edition of the Multiverse Fancast. As always, you don't forget, you can take us on the go with Podbeam, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or any other listening stations. And you can also check us out on our website, themisfitsfaction.com, where we have all of our other podcasts up there from the past for this show. We also have multiple articles up there, a few from Paul. I've got my series going right now for Ms. Marvel, which is an episode four. Episode four will be going up very, very soon. Actually, by the time you're listening, to this it'll be up and you can also hear us you can also find us on which social media platforms at any of them on all all of them facebook the instagram twitter tiktok ticked on are we on the tiktok, TikTok. Well, TikTok. All right. and if you want a little bit more about brendan who definitely didn't just walk away from his kid <laughs> i was about to plug him you can find him on youtube that's blind bat i always forget the numbers what are they 8719. 8719. No, I, and that's also linked on our yes. website. So if you go to the misfitfaction.com and go to affiliates, you'll find Brendan's picture there and you'll find more info about his stuff there. All right. And we thank you, Brendan, for joining us today. And we hope he gets a little bit more sleep in the future. Thank and... you very much for having me. I'm hoping to get a little more sleep. <laughs> and that wraps it up. As always, I'm Rob. I'm Ronnie. I'm Paul. And I'm Brendan. And we'll be back in a flash. See ya. Smorgasbord. <laughs>